1: Hi everyone, it's Chatting with Nat, it's Natalie Jean. and Natalie Jean, and today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Astra Kelly. Artist, songwriter, and Chicago native Astra Kelly is a pure talent with a lyric-based melodic sound and soaring vocals. Eclectic in style and genre, her music draws from her soulful Chicago roots, fused with an indie folk and Americana, my favorite genres. Her songs often mirror the beautiful grit of being alive and open the way for a thought-provoking and emotive musical experience. She's a career artist who has toured the country extensively and has released 10 records on her own label. In 2022, she embarked upon the Making Music Tour, an epic RV journey around the U.S. to rediscover her creative mojo after the pandemic, write a new record, and to allow space for grieving the loss of her mom. The resulting album, summer 2023 release, Soul Fires is nine songs that reflect spiritual emotional healing and transformation and embrace the power within universal love the open road nature and the mysticism of life let's give her a round of
2: applause
1: hi astra how are you
2: i'm great how are you
1: I'm hanging in there, I'm hanging in there, there's been a, a crazy, oof, crazy past three years, let me tell you, um, and it just gets crazier every single day, how have you been um, a- able to handle all the stuff that's been thrown at us for the past three years? Um, <laughs>
0: as well as to be expected,
2: I suppose, I day. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, in the in the intro, you uh, there was you know the event of losing mom during the pandemic as well, and and I cared for her, which is the most gracious thing I think anybody could ever do is uh, care for a loved one as they walk the rest of the journey of their life. So. And um, that created, you know, also in the midst of the pandemic, a certain sense of inwardness and isolation, as, as we all felt in so many different ways. But um, at this point, and, you know, in the, in the journey that I took last year, it's like fighting my way out of the, um, you know, the, the inside of the cocoon, so to speak, uh, and trying to um, peel away some of those those, those layers, layers that were necessary during the time, I suppose. But um, yeah, and I yeah, wasn't, yeah, creative, I wasn't creative, creative at all during that. Yeah. So that that was that was, that was rough, rough not to feel that creative flow so well, because
1: well. I right. since
0: I was a little girl. girl.
1: Yeah, no, I completely um, <clears throat> understand you. My um, father passed away about eight weeks ago. So. Oh my goodness. So I understand the pain of losing somebody and where you were his caregiver, we my sister and I, my stepmom and my mom, you know, for the past three years were um, going to visit my father. He had stage four cancer, so
2: um
1: That's yeah, no, I it's it's rough. It's rough. Um and um you know, I haven't been able to be creative. Somebody asked me doesn't it make you more want to create and I said no <laughs> No <laughs> now i am um still still trying to um understand the whole thing, so I completely understand you no motivation to um uh be creative i i completely understand now during um obviously we know and you know that <laughs> There are a lot of horrific things that happened during the pandemic, but there were some pros uh, during the pandemic. Um, you know, uh, some people realized they weren't spending enough time with their family members, so they cut back on work. More people were outside spending time with their families. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, climate change, um, the animals in the trees were out and loving this life without people in the streets, and, uh, and the pollution level actually went down. There were several articles about um people that decided to quit their jobs because what the pandemic did it allowed for a lot of self introspection. I mean, people sort of think, man, you know, I really don't like my job but I want I have a purpose and I want to follow Right, right. I um, I know I need food, I need a house, I need a roof over my head, and I need clothes on my back, and I need to be able to get to and from whatever I'm doing. So a, a lot of people quit their jobs or started working from home that would enable to do them, to do something that was more in line with their passion. You know, people wanted to live again, so to speak, um, because you realize yeah. all these th- thoughts start to come, and you're just like, okay. I know life is short. Now the pandemic has shown me that life is really short. I'm going to do my thing. Um, and, and for writers um, and musicians and artists and all that stuff, you know, some people decided, oh, music's not for them. Some people decided to create an album. Some people decided to do an EP track. You know, they they some people decided to rebrand based on the fact right, that we'll right. really think about
2: yeah, who they we'll are. Yeah, we'll be-
1: yeah, before and the pandemic, pandemic,
2: I had been playing, playing you know, five, you know, five, shows, five a shows a week, and with that one thing, one all went all, all, all way, way, in I realized that I didn't play, play play quite questions 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 as much I did before, because, before I, I because I couldn't play my friends. I couldn't play my friends. I not play I not play with my friends. I play with my on, I couldn't play I my I couldn't play my friends. friends. I I play out after not play um, um, you know. Yeah, you know.
1: so anyway, anyway, I, so I, I, I wanted to rebuild in a different different way. Way. And and That was that way exactly the holy of, of experience. How are we how, how are we are going to come out of this? Really,
0: really, really, really important, important
1: to us. Exactly. Now you're
3: you're you're cutting in and out and it's um oh what I'm gonna say and it's echoing now. It's really it's actually a cool sound. Um a person who put it in all you know you what know, well, you know, All right.
0: This happens. Huh,
3: huh. I know, I know. I'm just great Right, 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 right.
0: Call, call. What happened? What <laughs> happened? Yeah, there's no, no, echo, echo on there.
1: Huh? Huh? Yeah, my, well, my, well. it's like it's doubling. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now it just said you said really, and it said really, really. You know, it could bank for a cool movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, um, I mean, I hate I, mean, I hate the but, but should I, should should I try, I, try um, something and else? You, I, should I try?
1: Can you call from your phone?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I've right, that all that. I
0: said I'm have to, to make Drew, a real, real.
1: Okay. If you call from, you'll probably just drop and I'll just keep chatting. But you can go ahead and drop the phone and call back in.
0: Okay. 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 Um, Okay,
2: okay. Oh, I will do, do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. This is life. <laughs> back in back. a flash.
1: Back in a flash. All right. This happens, y'all. This is life. This is what we have to deal with as independent artists. You know, sometimes things don't work. Technology is funky. It can be so funky. And then, you know, and then sometimes technology can work. Look at all these AI stuff that's coming out. Um, it's kind of crazy, kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. Um, but we're always having to multitask and sometimes things like this arise and we have to fix it. It's no big deal. Um, but this is part of the the artist's life for anybody in this industry doing podcasts or interviews. These things can happen. Now I allow these things to, to stay in the thing because This happens and nothing in life is ever perfect. But um, we're going to get to know more about Astra Kelly and her greatness and her Chicago roots, um, indie folk and Americana vibe. It's going to be awesome, awesome. Um, You know, and her touring and her new album. It's gonna be released this summer. So fires can't wait to play her songs. It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. Um, and while I'm on the topic, uh, if any of you wanna want to get on chatting with Nat or mixing it with Nikki Chris, you can. Just go to the website. I believe there's a spot where you can um <clears throat> Uh, Click on something, and you can get on uh, one of our podcasts. We'd love to have you, love to chat with you and see what you're up to. It's not just for women. We do interview men, you know, the men and um, the brothers that support us, uh, Sisters in Music, and we're going to have some other stuff going on. We're trying to do a workshop on interviewing social media, all kinds of different things because um, we've recognized that sometimes people need help with that and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing. So
0: uh,
1: um, this is what happens. Technology. I'm just going to sing technology. I'm sitting here with my cat. So we're waiting for Astrid to get back on. She's gonna try to start a call from her phone. Just wanna make sure she doesn't email me. Oh, why this is? A, I don't see me. Oh, you know what? I need to. Um, now I'm talking to myself. Um, yeah. So you know, we might try to do another showcase in LA next year during um the grammys um still you know we pushed back our compilation album but eventually plan to do that um i'm working on a few things myself um so life is good well this really you know i'm still in mourning but you know trying to get through trying to get through as we wait for Astra Kelly to come on, um, uh, Lord Jesus, love Jesus, love and do, 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 do. Um,
0: but it happens, it happens, do, 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 do.
1: Um, uh, this music business is really interesting. I'm taking a course on, um, you know, marketing and branding, but it's more than that. It was going on the history of uh, music, which was really fascinating to me how this whole music thing started and the roots of music um, and how it spread out into several different genres. It's like you talk about jazz and blues and ragtime and all that stuff started. Around then. And then it just, you know, from, from R&B and soul, uh, rock came out of all that. That's, that's where all that stuff started from, which is very fascinating. When people, um, they get mad when certain people get into, um, start singing country music or Americana music. They're like, uh, what are you all doing in there? But, um, we're doing it. We are doing it. I'm still waiting, 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 waiting. Waiting, 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 I don't want any there to be any dead air. So I'm I'm actually waiting and sitting with my cat, Um, uh, Faith. Faith, Faith, Faith. She's a pretty little girl. Um, she likes to be scratched, but she doesn't like to. uh, you do, If you try to kiss her, she's like, nope, I haven't that. I don't do that kind of stuff. Um, she's a very pretty cat, and she knows it. That's the problem. Um, so here I am. I'm just waiting. Waiting, 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 waiting. Trying to see if she's going to... Uh, contact me again. Uh, Waiting.
0: Waiting, waiting.
1: Yeah. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. When you don't know what else to say, that's what happens.
2: And you're back. Am I back? You're back. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay. these okay. Louise, I, was, I tell you. I, I was talking to myself, but I was
1: like, yeah, and, uh, we're going to learn more, and life is great, and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> just shouldn't be with myself. Now, back to the question I was so, basically, what <clears throat> I was trying to say is that there's a lot of introspection. So, during the downtime, obviously, you were going through a lot, but did you have time for self-introspection? Um, did anything change for you? Are you like, Astra Kelly is fine the way she is? Um, the music's <laughs> great? Or did you decide, okay, I'm going to do something different?
2: Um, I think... I mean, musically, one thing I feel like that I touched upon was that I realized, and you know, this is going to be my tenth album release, so I've been making music for a while. And one thing I realized is that I had been kind of hiding behind metaphors
0: Mm. a bit
2: for many years. Um, And to me, it was more, it was about sort of being poetic because I had started out even before I started writing music as a poet and a writer. And I love spinning words in certain ways. And I love kind of creating new concepts out of words. But what I found is that it was kind of masking a real honest uh, part of myself and that I can be transparent and really intimate and honest in all of my relationships. But I wasn't really being that same person in my music. So so even though I wasn't really writing during that time, I sort of made the intention that when the creative juices start to flow again, I want to just let things be and let the songs be exactly what they need to be without trying to thin them and weave them a little too much. I like that.
1: I like that. You know, one of my things is to, uh, I'm always like, I want to start a revolution because I find that the music industry tends to restrict artists or we allow ourselves to be restricted by this industry. Obviously, if you're, you're writing for sync and licensing and they want it a particular way, um, that's fine. But I think that, some, oh, my God. If you're writing country music, there's just like, you have to rhyme with everything. And I'm like, why aren't you, isn't the point to tell a story? Hello. Right. You know, and and certain genres are very much sticklers for certain things. But just like everything else, things evolve. So just like we can go into an art gallery and look at a painting and and view it and say it's beautiful or somebody might not like it because, you know, everything is subjective. I want to be able to have people see music as art as well. You know, we don't have to write the way everybody else writes. You know, when you do that, you take away your own voice. Like I entered a contest recently and they always give feedback and they're like, Oh, if you had done this, that, and the other, but I wouldn't have. And what's interesting is that this song, um, won the silver medal on something else. And they was like, yeah, because the thing was like, yeah. And then when you do the corrections, oh, it's going to be amazing. And I said, it's, it, it is already amazing. And, and I know in their head, <laughs> they, they wonder why I enter their contest. But I just like to see what they have to say. And I like to say something back. So I don't, I don't like the, the idea of suppression. And not every genre is for everybody. And not every artist is for everybody. But there's, but there's somebody for that artist. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? It's like the uh, free expression of artistry is what is needed in my opinion. Absolutely.
2: I mean, I I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, I mean, when I made my first record in, in 96 um, and started to venture into the industry and had some decent contacts that were, you know, waiting for my stuff. And what I got in the very beginning is that, yeah, you need to make all these changes and you're not like everybody else. And if you want to fit in, you need to do this. And I, at first rebelled against that. And then I think after I made, you know, five or six records or so, I was like, you know what, well, let me just see if I can be me, but also try to fit into what the industry wants. Hmm. And so I, I made a record that I thought did that and I still got the same responses. So I was like, okay, well, screw it then. I'm not. I'm not even gonna try.
3: Um,
2: right. And I feel. I feel like that is just something that we're dealing with all the time. And yes, I would love to have you know my songs featured in movies and films. And but yeah, what they want is so very specific and so very right. uh, reminiscent of the kind of pop music that's out there.
0: Right.
2: Um, so, yeah, I felt a lot uh, throughout my career that, you know, that I, that tr- the industry has always wanted me to be different mm. and I'm just not willing to be somebody that I'm not right to try to participate more in this industry. So I think it's a conundrum that a lot of, a lot of people face and, um, but I feel like I just made the, the the best record of my career so far, Um, and it's only the beginning, um, so we'll see. more. You know, more I just want people to hear it. I want people to experience the journey, and, and, you know, that in itself is a question is how do you really, really connect with and reach people these days uh, now that the world is so, so different on so many levels.
1: I mean it's um it's it's wild, it's wild, um and I completely um agree with you, um I think certain you know, I think artists need to be free, period because um if you listen to the radio is we're inundated with the same stuff over and over and over again, like if you want to hear that over and over again, that's good for you, but I'm actually tired of it, um yeah. I mean, there's no there's no substance um to a lot of songs. It's the same damn thing. Um now <laughs> Did you Did you come out of the womb and you were just like, okay, music is going to be me. I am going to be music. Or was it something that you heard or saw that made you want to get into the music industry?
2: No, I I knew very very early on. Um, I mean, it was kind of in my blood. my my dad My birth father, who I've never known, he was an incredible mm. musician, and um, and my stepdad was uh, music as well. So I, mm. you know, the forces, <laughs> the universe gave me these musical role models in my life, right. uh, but I remember being five years old and roller skating in the basement of my, my neighbor's house. And I told my little five-year-old friend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a singer someday. Mm. And I just never, I mean, I couldn't help it. I started, you know, in choirs when I was a little kid and just kept with it and then joined bands as soon as I could. And it's, it's just never, I mean, that's why I tried to quit so many times, but I,
1: I know that feeling. It's
2: not possible. I just, I mean, even after the pandemic, it was like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You know, it's like the hustle, the hustle, the hustle. And then, (laughs) and then it was just like, well, no, I, I have to. I mean, what else am I going to do? I can't, I can't, there's a saying of like three feet, three feet from gold where it's like, you know. A soul is digging for gold and digging for gold and then they get up little did they know that there was gold three feet from where they were standing oh, no. so part yeah. of me was like, you know, I can't quit now. I've been at it this long and um I got to I just I'm going to miss something if I don't keep going. So, yeah, it's sort <laughs> of like never been a choice, really. Yeah, in my Absolutely.
1: Now, um how important is authenticity to you?
2: Um very much. Very much so. Um but there's that little element of like what I just said a little bit earlier that I I if I looked back on the way that my writing was, mm-hmm. I found uh, that I was um that there was a little bit of masking happening Mm. and i i think at this point in my career again i want to be more of that raw and natural person that i am in every other area of my life i don't want to hide at all in music um and i've always been authentic i've always been play who i am but i also know that that there's another layer that I can shed that will help me connect with listeners, even through, even through social media and the digital age, you know, Mm because if I play a show and there's actual people that I'm playing with and able to talk to, it's like, you know, we all end up having this intimate emotional experience and that's easy. Right. But I find, I find it a little challenging to, really be that um raw, natural, authentic self in the digital world a little bit.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, so. I'm like, I'm like worse than this, this is just F you to everything. I, you know what the pandemic has really taught me is just like, who cares? <laughs> it's like, do your know. thing. There's always a listener for your music. There's always somebody yeah. that's like, oh my God. This person gets me. They might say, you yeah. know, they're going to, oh my God, she gets me. She's different. It's not like the same crap. And I, oh, I can listen to her every single day on the daily. I just love it. You know, after a yeah. certain, obviously if you're writing some film and all that stuff, but it's like if you're trying to express something, maybe that's because somebody else needs to hear your expression. Absolutely. Somebody, you know what i mean so yes um what do you love about being an artist
2: um i love that it accompanies the emotional journey that life is mm. art and songwriting and music uh feel to me like um you know, like the emotional and energetic flow of living right. um, and of nature. Um, and I know not everybody, you know, like if you're writing for film and TV, you probably aren't feeling like this, mm. this natural flow of like right. high vibe creating music kind of thing. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm just giving people exactly what they want. And that in itself right. is an incredible skill that right. I don't, have. I don't right. have. But Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I am a very feeling person and always have been. You know, when I was a kid, they'd be like, oh, she's so sensitive. (laughs) 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 And I tried not to be that person in my late teens and early 20s. And I realized that if I tried to suppress, like, my emotional body, I would literally get sick. So I was like, okay, well, forget that. Forget that. I can't do it. So I'm not you learn doing to, that <laughs> not doing that. So learn learn to create, you know, rivers in my life where I could allow those those, you know, big fields to to flow so that um,
3: you know, I wasn't holding anything inside
2: and making myself unhealthy. Um yeah. Yeah, well, and I also, yeah, I love performing. I love the energy of performing, and when you Mm -hmm. have those opportunities, when you have a captive audience, there's nothing else like it. Oh, I know. Uh, You know, just that exchange, uh, the, like, spirits, spirits that can come into the room.
1: It can be very beautiful. Very, very
2: beautiful. Now, tell
1: me about your your upcoming album soul fires tell me all soul about
2: fits. it tell me all about it <laughs> <laughs> um well as, after my mom passed um and we because i had moved in with her so i already had let go of my house and moved Yay. in with her after she passed we sold the house um and i bought the rv and i'm like okay i i'm throwing myself into the fire i gotta hit the road because i love i feel most comfortable and inspired in nature and being close to and within nature. So I was like, I got to get out there on the road. I got to have wheels, wheels on the ground. And I got to push myself to like open back up and, and write some stuff. And so I called it the making music tour. And when I left, I was like, Holy crap. What if I don't write anything? (laughs) What if what I write is really terrible? Um, and about six weeks into the trip, and I bought a 32-foot RV, Class A bus, motorhome, tow in a car, and driving it was just terrifying. About six weeks into it, I was almost up to South Dakota, and I was on, like, a really lovely uh, two-lane highway study day. Road was mm. smooth, and I was like, huh, this is actually kind of nice. I think I'm really? finally feeling more comfortable. And as soon as I did, I swear it was like the top of my head popped off and all these songs were just dropped in by the heavens. Oh,
0: wow. And
2: I was like, Holy crap. I mean, it was like, it was like a bunch of people talking in my head that were like ideas and songs. And and I was like, I got to pull over. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, And so I pulled over and I started just dictating, you know, some melodies and some lyrics and stuff like that. And out of that, that half hour of lightning bolt creativity, there was four songs started. Wow. And I love them all. Um I just oh and it you know, there's a lot of my mom in there. There's a lot of grief in there, but it's about the process of grief. It's not I mean there's there's sadness but there's also honor and really experiencing the grief because of the love that was, right. you know, blessing to be able to enjoy. Um, and so, you know, the themes are, you know, travel, nature, and death in this album. And I feel like all of the songs were written with, you know, the spirits of the road and, right. you know, my mom's my mom's energy looking over, things and and guiding me um and so yeah i mean i went eight thousand miles and by the time i got to you know i did a big loop on the east coast and by the time i got to atlanta Mm. i had a couple more had a couple more songs and now i'm at like six songs i'm like okay i'm gonna put out an ep and then the rest i wasn't even expecting to write anymore i was like well this is great I, i just i got what i need this is awesome and then making my way through Texas and on my, my last little bit back through San Diego, like three three more songs came. And I just was, it's almost like it was such a whirlwind of, of allowing this music to come through that now that they've been recorded, I recorded in January with a band, with a, a full band that I had just been ready to have a first gig with three mm-hmm. days before lockdown, and it got canceled, so oh. I was, like, reuniting. I know, reuniting the band in the studio, and man, what they did with with the, these tunes was it's just really, really cool. I mean, my drummer played his kit with his hands a lot of the time, so it sounds more like percussion. But I don't know. There's mm-hmm. just a very cool tone that he kind of came up with, and yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of it, I, and I listen to it, and it's comforting to me. I feel like you write songs, and then oftentimes they they kind of come back and right uh, speak speak to you and teach you after they've been written. You're like, oh, is that what I was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: so, that.
2: Yeah, I, and I think um, I'm gonna put the full album on. Vinyl and CD oh, wow. and allow allow people to donate in order to receive a private link or downloads, mm. just to kind of make the album special. And maybe right. there's a handful of people that will want to experience them that way. Right. But otherwise, I'm just going to release every song as a single over the next, like, year and a half because each of them has such a story and a a little bit of a different sound and I want to give myself, you know, 6 weeks or so to really kind of um not only like revisit the experience of that song myself but really be able to kind of unpack the the journey for other people that exists within each one of the songs. So
1: Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um so I'm going to play Soul fires, tell me what that's about.
2: Um, that's really just kind of a calling out to the love I haven't found yet. <laughs> mm. When I hit the road I was like, Maybe he's out there and you know, I'd roll into an R V park or a state park somewhere. I was like, He could just pull right up next to me and there he'd be um, but this this is the <laughs> title track. Um and the soul fires is just kind of universal, I think too. It's like, you know, the the, the hook is like keeping the dream and the soul fires burning for you. Um, fire is such a wonderful metaphor, and I really think like at the core of you know each of us, there's that that sun right. and that you know this solar plexus power, and and that can be a spark sometimes, but it can also be raging. The more The more Mm -hmm. we kind of sit within our our power, and so, yeah, the Soul Fires is just kind of that that fire that exists within all of us.
3: So,
2: yeah.
3: All right, let me play it. Cool. I've been on my own most of this life. I like my company, so that's all right. And I love heart, those broken hearts have given me. It's uh, very powerful,
1: very um, soft, and very loving, and very soulful, for in my opinion. Um, Thank you. It's a hit. It's
2: a hit. It's a hit. (laughs) It's a
1: hit. hit. Now, how do you go about um, writing a song? I know some of the stuff is about your own personal life, but when you're writing, let's say, a theme album or something like that, or... It, um, how do you come up with the ideas and lyricism, um, and how do you deal with? Uh, I was going to say roadblock. I always say that a writer's block. <laughs> Same
2: thing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I've ever actually had real writer's block, mm-hmm. except for like during the pandemic. Like we said, you just
0: right, you know weren't right.
2: inspired. But um, yeah, there's two ways. Like you said, like sometimes I'll give myself a prompt. Um And, you know, like, for example, I w- wrote a song about the lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow at one point. I was just like, I want to, you know, I love the, the like, mythology of the Wizard of Oz. Right. I just want to write a story about their journey because, really, it was all about, like, you have all of this inside of you. And I was like, okay, right. so I'll write about that. um And I actually did, I've done a lot of, um I'm a vocal coach and a songwriting coach as well. Right. And so... Um, like I did a rehabilitative um songwriting workshop in Donovan State Prison in uh outside mm-hmm. of San Diego and and I still do this um is we, you know we would give more of a like a mental and emotional prompt and it would be like acceptance
0: or yeah.
2: freedom or mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. struggle or forgiveness or something like that so I've done a lot of that for myself too. And it doesn't necessarily always result in a song, so to speak, but um, it's a great way to kind of get the ball rolling if I don't have something that's just kind of flowing out. Right. Um, And sometimes I'll do like some free form writing, you know, where I just set a timer for five minutes and just write, do not, you know, don't lift the pen off the page. And i you know, I still like to write on paper. <laughs> it feels good to be. Oh me. no, I so do I. So do I. I You're know. Not right. But I mean, with this last album, it was like literally there was songs that were just coming. They were just coming in. Um, like sometimes I'll describe songs as like apples on a tree, where they're just there, and. You know, one might fall down and bop you on the head or, or you know, there you might feel an energy of like, oh, I need to pick up my guitar tonight. You just kind of reach up into the ethers and just, you know, grab an apple and grab a little tidbit of information and and then just sit in that space where you're clear and you're almost like a creative channel right. and just really be open to whatever comes. And not try to control it. You know, I feel like I worked with a lot of songwriters who um, just are trying to manipulate every line and every word, and um, just pushing too hard right. for it to be something, anything. And then they end up getting frustrated a lot. And the moment, you know, the moment that frustration comes in, you're like, uh oh, I better, I better walk away and come back later. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know. that's exactly what I do, walk away. Because I start yelling at the computer, throwing things. I'm like, okay, I can't force it. This doesn't happen. It just annoys me. I just, okay, time to shut everything down, go to bed. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I've
2: got ideas flowing. This is I know, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think we all have the tools, tools in our toolbox. To you know, help us keep things flowing. But I think the experiences that I like the best, or that are the most exciting, are the ones that just, just knock you in the head. <laughs> like, right. here's a song for you. <laughs> Amen oh to goodness. that. Yeah, and then of course you have, you know, you have to refine, refine it a little bit, and just kind of give it, give it form but I mean, it's right there. It's like all in your, all up in your business. (laughs) Like I'm a song and you're going to write me. (laughs) Amen.
1: All in your business.
2: I'm going to play,
1: all up in there. I'm going to play not my home. What is that about?
2: Oh man. I took a, and I think you know, I think back on it now. It's like because grief is a process, and you know, yeah. some say there are very specific stages of it, um, but of mm-hmm. course, we all experience it in a different way. Right. Um, and I've been really blaming this song on West Texas because that's where I was, and I drove this really funky way. I stayed at some really, like, some places I felt very unsafe, and it was muddy and cold, and just a very weird journey through West Texas. Um. And so it sounds like West Texas to me, and it's dark and kind of foreboding, and I'm really kind of describing that experience of driving through West Texas. But looking back on it, and as far as where I was at within the process of grief, that I I realized that West Texas was the canvas that actually made me get to a point within the grief process where I could detach a little bit from the heaviness, um, and the depression and the oppression that grief can be and once i was able to kind of detach from it in a powerful way i was actually be able i was actually able to become more of an observer in the process where i was like okay i see these feelings i feel these feelings but mm. they're not going to last forever and they are not who i am it's part of my right. experience so yeah, yeah. That's that's it. All right, let me play
1: it. All right. <laughs>
3: The dark is trying to drive me
1: You see that in, a, in, like, a Western kind of movie. <laughs> that's I know, right? Country vibe. Yeah, now,
2: it was on a uh, Sons of Anarchy playlist for about oh, really? six weeks, yes. which was cool. That's, and I was like, that's yes. the perfect. That's right. Cause yes, definitely.
1: Um, before I let you go, I have three questions for you. Um, Not three kay. questions. It's one question, but I need three answers. Um Okay. What are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music industry?
2: Mm. Well, that the music industry itself is really quite a conundrum.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'm there's some that. real assholes in there. Amen to that. Oh, yeah. Amen to that. Um, and I And that I wish I would have known in advance that we weren't going to be able to sell records anymore, so I could have planned a little better for that. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah, and I wish I would have known, um, really, because, like I said, I had no choice, so, um, yeah.
1: I mean, I wish, I I wish um, I had known more about scammers because as soon as somebody decides to get into the music industry, it's almost like they sniff them out and steal their money. I'm not gonna I, lie. Yes,
2: this is true. I was yeah. putting those in the asshole category. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
1: yeah, they're a bunch of assholes.
2: Um, yeah, but it's even more now. It's like the digital age. It's like everybody and their mother is like, oh d m me and paid thirty dollars to promote on my fake profile yeah.
1: that is that that is a huge problem I mean now with the digital age i'm uh, the music business is is it's a lot tougher. that's the other thing, yeah, I wish I had known about this new digital thing um in the future yeah. um because it's, now it seems like anybody can be an artist based on their behavior they might not be able to sing, rap or do whatever. But people latch on to that because they think that that's going to be a moneymaker. And I think that's kind of, that's sad in the music industry. I mean, the other, the other thing is that it's, this business is hard. It's tough. It's 24 seven. Yeah. Especially so social media have to be on, on every damn platform and, oh, yeah, listen to my music. It's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, right, right. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, I think
2: I always knew. I mean, I, I was like, oh, so, I wish I knew how much of a struggle it would be. But I always knew <laughs> it would be. Because, of course, you know, coming out of high school, everybody always said, like, oh,
1: if you're going to do this, it's going to be really hard. You should have a battle right?
2: plan. And I'm like, I know it's going to be hard. Like, I don't need but... a special plan. I am. Yeah. But I
1: am.
2: <laughs>
1: it's, 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 it's crazy tough. Crazy tough. Yeah.
2: Crazy I crazy. guess maybe I wish I would have known too how how competitive people would be. Not how competitive it is. Competitive peop some people are. I've come across that a lot and it makes me feel yeah. like, Oh, well I I can't play your game like that. <laughs> okay.
1: No, uh, yeah, I don't like the uh, the game playing. I mean yeah. it, my thing is that Just be who you are and write the music you want to write and people will follow suit. I think a lot of people during the pandemic had a lot of downtime and they discovered a lot more independent artists. They're like, okay, Mm, surf the internet or surf Spotify, Pandora, whatever it is. And um, it helped a lot of independent artists and with TikTok and stuff like that, um, getting on there, playing their music, um, people are just like, oh, There's not just Beyonce and and Taylor Swift and these fools out here. (laughs) Um, Right. (laughs) There's more? What? Um, Thank God. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Um, (laughs) But thank you, Astra, for being on chatting with Nat. I really appreciate you coming on.
2: Really it's so fun. It. And I did listen to some of your music, too. And you, you okay. sound awesome. I really appreciate that you're a fellow artist and also giving this space to interview other other femmes songwriters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Other femmes for tales. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's much needed,
1: you know. Women. Uh, Absolutely. We need, to, we need to be heard and seen. That, you know, they're trying to erase women out there. Um in so many different ways, um, and we we're gonna stand our ground and be yes. who we are. Lord Jesus, yes. Lord Jesus help. Us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Thank thank you for being on chatting with that. I mean, I love your music. My pleasure. I think you have a great voice. Um, uh, hopefully, one day we can do an IG live. That would be a lot of. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, You can rock it out, you can perform, sing a song, I don't know, do whatever you want, shake your booty. Um, Yeah, the only reason I
2: didn't choose that is because I'm still on the road and I never know what my internet thing is going to be like. But I'll be kind of more grounded this summer, so maybe we could do that at some point again down the line.
1: Yeah, no, that'll be great. That'll be great. Thanks again. Cool. Thanks Thanks again. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, everybody, this is Chatting with Nat. Yeah, it's me, Natalie. Natalie, and I had the honor of having singer-songwriter Astra Kelly. You can find her on Facebook, Astra Kelly Music. You can find her on Instagram, Astra Kelly. You can find her on TikTok, Astra Kelly. You can actually go to her website, www.astrakelly.com, and guess what? You can actually buy her music. You can stream it, too, but you know we're not making much money with that. And if you don't remember that, you can Google. The thing that I always tell people is that you've got to remember to be true to who you are as an artist, as a person, and just vibe with that. Life is short. Make sure you, you live, you love, you laugh. Until next time on Chatting with Night.